Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. This is season five, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, and we're just four extremely butch men chopping some wood and playing a very long movie-watching game. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording in North Koreatown, Los Angeles, where it is still summer. Hunter, it looks like it might be winter for you. Is that Did that happen? Mm-hmm. Yep, Wearing it's already, adorable sweater. you know, um, we skipped uh, fall in New York this year, and we're Brutal. just going straight to uh, nasty, gross, wet winter. A wet Brutal. winter. Your sweater's adorable, though. Okay, all, so joining us today, let me introduce you to the panel. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez, part two on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland, and he's nice and clean and smart and sexy and firm and luscious. It's Anthony Lopez. Hey, Alex, good to be here. It's early in the morning. Thank you all for joining me to accommodate that. I uh, just want to let you know there's going to be no comedy foreplay today. <laughs> comedy no, that's not foreplay how a real, real man does wimps. it. Real man go in, they unload their jokes, and they get out. That's what a that's real how we do it. does. That's yeah. what I'm going to be doing here today. Also joining us, he's the co-host of the Old Gamers Almanac, a podcast about old games. He's from the woods of Brooklyn, and he's not perverted. He gets good grades. He goes to church. He's not like you. It's Hunter yeah. Donaldson. Yeah, I I am nothing if not a church boy, you mm-hmm. know? I just have church vibes all over me, and I have worked hard to maintain that. I mean, you have these shiny vibes of someone who used to be a church person. Absolutely. That Absolutely. is how you actually look. I was, I was brought up right, as they would say. Yes. You know? And, and then right is pretty relative and then you if graduated. you actually dig into it. Yeah. Um, also joining us from Northern California. Uh, I, I originally, I thought it was just an act, but he really is sweet as fucking pie. It's Ezra Fox. Hey, God is good. God is straight. <laughs> uh, the, before we start the show today, I want to thank all of our generous meat buddies, our generous and absent-minded meat buddies who continue to donate to the show at metreon.com if you want to join them. And keep us limping down the tracks. You can, and you can get your own rambling, weird thank you segment. Metreon.com, and we thank everybody who supports the show. Okay, it's time to start out today with the news. First, I'd like to check in. Ezra, what's the donut news? Did you know that it was a National Cinnamon Roll Day? <clears throat> National Cinnamon over. Roll Day. Yep. It was National Cinnamon that, Roll Day. I thought we found out that cinnamon rolls did something horrible in the 60s, and now <laughs> yeah, we like, like changed the, it. They're the Columbus Day of pastries. It's the Columbus know? of pastries, for sure. We all agree about that. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls have done horrible things. The other thing I learned, so this it was yesterday. Uh, it was uh, October 4th. Um, mm, mm-hmm. And then also, um, they were hand-rolled. So there are these things called hands. Uh, yeah. And okay. also... They're handmade apple fritters. I think if hands do a thing, it's better. But I don't know what hands are from this. You're telling so. me a hand made this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I, all I got. <laughs> I, it is weird whenever a place says handmade because that makes me think that they hadn't been touching anything before. It was all robots. Uh, it's not as weird as when like a restaurant is like, this is like homemade or house-made French fries because I don't believe you took these home to cut the fries and then brought well, them back I know into your is. business. Everything mm. else besides this was made by like uh, like Jean Grey of the X Men all through like telekinesis. But mm. this time, right, it's been like actually touching it with your finger with your finger bones. All right. Well, that's all the news from the donut world. <laughs> I mean, the segment would you, rules. How would you all feel right. if you went to a like a donut spot and it just said had like a question mark and then it said made next to it. They're like, we don't know where these came from. They just, <laughs> they fucking, show, up every they day. just show up. Every, there's a wardrobe in the back. 
I think maybe a fawn in Nonia is making them. I don't know. We All have I know is fritters. And then we've got mystery box fritters. Can't yeah. tell you where they came from. <laughs> I just I open, questions. <laughs> I open this wardrobe every day. There they are. It's great for my mojan. I don't ask I'm questions. A little spooky. Yeah, a little spooky yeah. by it. That's a good donut shop. Um, in in news news, I wanted to quickly just catch up on. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I talked about the chess cheating scandal, which you may all remember as the one that doesn't actually feature vibrating anal beads, but for some reason, every major news outlet in the world took that commenter on twitch streams joke and has acted like that's the real story and it keeps happening it's it, a better it's of, story I, it's the type of yes yeah, it it's is a better story, story but it's a based on nothing but here's yeah, the but, thing and now this absurdity. And now ev- yeah go ahead everyone knows too that it's not true so like and people keep using the headline so it's like you're even clicking on it now cynically yeah. being yes. like yes we call it the anal bead cheating scandal even we all know yeah, there's no anal not. bead and when you click on the articles now there's no mention of the anal bead it's no. just in the headline well, it's, yeah it's the name of it it's like the, the teapot scandal whatever there wasn't teapot teapot yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no right? teapot in that but i, I was um, gonna say this is a great example of like maybe think about this every future headline you read regardless of the source or the medium maybe I mean, that is a that is an extremely fair point when you think about literally any news, especially stuff coming out of the state or coming out of a big <laughs> conglomerate, maybe remember the anal beads. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, tip a canoe and, and next time a country yeah. tries to convince us that going to war is good, remember well, the we, anal beads. Well, we, time, yeah. we did know that. Remember we, the beads. We knew that one. Yeah, I remember would tag the beads. I didn't like, know that. I needed to be told that just now. I thought war was fun. Well, so there is actually an inter- one interesting part about the the vibrating anal beads portion of this is that because of that headline, some int- some some tech minded chess geniuses mm-hmm. set about to take a little Raspberry Pi, those tiny mini computers, oh, I love those, and, and run um, Stockfish, which is like the best chess cheating program in the world, and have it translate moves into vibrations and send that to a vibrating thing that you could hide in your body. So this was not a thing that anyone had done before, but is doable yeah. if you talk about it enough in the headlines. I, I wonder mean, if it's... the goal of this whole story is to just ruin chess forever. Like, I wonder well, if this is actually a hit piece on chess. I love that guess because one of the things that's really interesting about this whole scandal is that there's a rule in the official chess federation that if you accuse anybody of cheating you get kicked out so you are not allowed yeah because they're all so smart and so egotistical that everyone at the top of chess thinks they got cheated when they lost so you can't it's illegal to say anything horribly socialized with other people that's why they play chess for fun this is largely true they but but also they're they're also really worried about defamation lawsuits, which would ruin the game, and it makes the game look bad if people are always accusing each other of cheating. So you're not allowed to accuse anybody of cheating, which is why when this first happened, the guy who was accusing the other guy of cheating didn't say anything. He just quit, and then he tweeted, I'm not allowed to say anything. Yeah. And but, like, uh, they were super coy about it, but he has since the, the Cold War turned hot, and he did actually write a piece that was like, I am convinced that this person was cheating. And now it is, and then the chess.com just released their 72 page uh, investigation in which they think it is very clearly plausible that this guy cheated on a bunch of online games. 
but we have no proof that he cheated on this, what they call over the board or IRL game that they played. Mm. So it seems like he's going to not get in trouble. And the guy who accused him of cheating is almost the best chess player of all time is almost certainly going to get banned from the game for like six months or something. But That's yeah, crazy. but I love, I, I mean, like I love like when they, people use math to like prove that you did yes. something wrong. Not like they don't yeah. have any proof. They just use like, math and statistics to be like oh clearly you cheated why because the math just says so um yeah it's cool it's like one of my favorite things in the world cool. is um like benford's law like how yeah. they can yes. like tax cheats yeah. and um, I love that. money launderers just with this weird equation if your math does not follow this exact one rule then you cheat him yeah all, well, the, um, benford's is, if you haven't heard of benford's the simplest version of it is just that if you were to make up random numbers, they will be different from how normal random numbers are. And we can tell. Yeah. It's just that what you think random numbers look like is always wrong, which is an interesting thing yeah. about people is that if you're just like, ah, I'm going to put some numbers, it'll be way off from what a yes, random number looks so like. It's so cool. So like, yeah, yeah no matter what. You like, should law if you don't know what it is. It's a real fucking, it's very, it's a, it's very um, maybe we do live in a simulation type of math thing. <laughs> like it's just, it's one of those things that is so neat and it, it's just like, the numbers go in this very neat curve of any big group of numbers. And it's just yeah. like very like, whoa, that's that's just wild. Maybe we do live in the matrix type of math back. What were you gonna say? Cool. Oh yeah, no, I'm just the, the the like just anytime you're looking at a data set, right? The it's the leading number is what it's about, right? Yes. So that the um thirty percent of uh the numbers in the data set, the first digit would be one. Yeah, um, they'd be way low. Because yeah. it turns out high numbers are way harder to get. Uh, well, or yeah, basically, if it if it gets a lead with a nine, odds are it'll roll over, uh, you know, to the next one, basically, and then right, um, uh, yeah, it, it's super cool. So, yeah. so with chess, what they can do though is they can look at every game you've ever played, and they can look at how a computer would have done that game perfectly, and they can just say like, what percentage of perfect are you? Right. And the best player who's ever lived is like seventy two, and so if you're like. 70 it's super suspicious right. so they can just basically they just run your games through a computer program and say that you are too good and that you must be cheating which is yeah, such a yeah. weird yeah. ego that thing. was i i read that in the story where they had like the 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 supposedly cheating player player uh on like a bar graph with all these other players as far as like how good he got over like a short period of time and people were like oh it must be cheating because he got good better than or faster than Bobby Fischer did. And so right. we were like, well, there's no way. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a fascinating part of this that I was explaining to Anthony over dinner the other day, which is that um, if I cheated, it would be extremely obvious because they would be like, he went from 0% to 50% perfect. That's really suspicious. So right. the only people who can actually get away with cheating are people who are like 68% perfect. Mm. And they're moving to 70. It's the only way you could ever not make it incredibly obvious. You have to escape the um, not this asshole factor, right? <laughs> like, you know, they could look at any of us and be like, this asshole doing that? Yeah, of course not. Absolutely no way. Not. Yeah. No way. You no, just, way. no way. Have you talked to that dick? Fuck no. Um, so you have to, on, you have to escape that. Yeah, this asshole you have to be too velocity. good that before cheating actually helps. What's yeah. up, guys? Well, it's just like you can cheat. Like, so all you have to do, you just take about 10 years to do it, but you could totally cheat, right? So you go from zero to like 2%. Well, right. right? So, the, but then, no, but you'd have to, because the computer's only going to tell you the perfect move. So, mm. there's actually this thing when people do cheat online where it'll show a perfect move, but the computer, the simulator, the Stockfish or whatever algorithm you're running will tell you whether it was hard to see that perfect move. So, what people will do is it'll generate a move and they'll be like, oh, I never would have seen that. 
what's the fifth best move here or whatever. And they'll go down the right. list mm. until there's something that's like, I might have seen that if I looked hard enough. That's how I'll cheat. So you'd have to be very skilled as a zero as at like, what is the 1% move here? Well, and then after it, a month, what's the 2% move? They just need to have a perfect cheating computer. Like the thing then, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to take it not just a perfect playing, but you have to right. be like, like we have, deep blue can play chess perfect, but we need like pale blue. Pale blue, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. computer program that cheats perfectly. Light blue, baby Light blue, blue, baby blue. Baby blue, blue. sounds untrustworthy. Also, yeah. great fun that there was a poker cheating scandal this week. There was a yeah. fishing yeah. tournament cheating scandal. And then last week was the Try Guy cheating. So it's a very cheating. Everybody's yeah. cheating. Yeah. Everybody's cheating right now. The poker cheating, by the way, I, I, I mean, I know way more about poker than I do about chess. Um, everything I just told you about chess is from my friend Nathan, who I had lunch with yesterday, who's a, an expert. But I, I know a lot more about poker, and I am confident she was not cheating that is actually just there's no rule that you can't accuse somebody and yeah. it seems pretty clear to me that he's just a real sore loser i well, can't i'm i don't know enough about poker to even understand the story when i read it yeah so it seems like, well, like a reasonable thing to do <laughs> the story is very clear the story is very clear she made an awful decision that happened to be right yeah that sounds. And that happened in poker all yeah. the time, though. That's what I didn't understand. Well, the one, the difference was that this was for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, mm -hmm. like it was so much money that people don't usually make decisions that bad, and the odds of a decision that bad at that height being right are pretty low. Well, also, but I it think seems it's... like the most likely explanation is that she did what they call is a misclick, which is where in real life you bet wrong. <laughs> Like as if you'd click yeah. wrong on an online game. It seems like she thought she had a three and she actually had a four. Um, that's the most reasonable explanation because there, there's no good cheating algorithm that would have gotten her to that move. It would be so wild. Right. Um, Baby Blue would not have come up with that move either. No, it was no, yeah, too, yeah. It was too no wrong. So, uh, but the guy was such a huge whiner that she like gave him his money back, which kind of looks bad for her, but also... Is Damn. kind of a baller move to be like, look, dude, I'll get it back from you again tomorrow. Like, I'm so much <laughs> yeah, better than you at this. Or I'm better than you. Either way, I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that is going to bring us to the end of the news. We got a movie to talk about. Let's talk about a movie. All right, it's time for segment two, The Game. As you know, we're playing a year-long movie-watching game called Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, where the person whose turn it is has to move the movie by a Kevin Bacon one move in the direction of a movie they picked before that everybody knows, and there are cards because that was too hard. All right. Uh, Kevin Bacon one move that everybody, everybody knows. Everybody yeah. knows the game. That's what you just said. A big um, the, uh, we're, this week, we're watching But I'm a Cheerleader, the 1999 American satirical romantic teen comedy directed by Jamie Babbitt, written by Babbitt, along with Brian Wayne Peterson, starring Natasha Lyonne, Clea Duvall, Bud Court, Mink Stoll, RuPaul, and Rufio. Mm. Um, and I picked this one. I picked it. It me. I picked it. Yeah, we moved here it. via my power card that said I could move to any other movie that had the same aspect ratio. And this had the same aspect ratio as our movie last week. So, Hunter, it took a year to get into your movie and just... Two seconds to get out of it. So yep. Yep. we extricated ourselves. Um, this was my scoring movie. I'm happy about it. Why I picked this is um, that Laser Weber was on the show a while back and was talking about a list of important queer cinema uh, films that we had not seen before. And we ended up watching Carol. Uh, but I remember, uh, I remember them mentioning this. And when this movie originally came out, the poster is so striking and the title is so funny 
that it was very intriguing at the time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what are we doing? Wait a sec. Are we recording? Fuck me. Yeah. Upper left. Minute 33. Yeah. Okay. So I have that. But then it's, um, our, we have no waveforms down there like we used I to. I do. For what's I do. God damn it. Okay. Well, then it's just looking bad for me. Um, okay. Now I have to cut this too. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe you don't, though. Maybe yeah, it's fun leave it in. This People in. love this. Maybe this is no. a fun moment. Give them the dirt. The thing I hate on podcasts is where they say they're cutting something and they didn't, and then I feel bad for an editor who's about to get fired. Anyway, so uh, this the the poster and the title is so striking on this movie that I was like, I, I was intrigued as a child, but it was rated R and I was not able to see it, and uh, it was rated R for bullshit reasons completely right. oh, yeah yeah although apparently it, used, it was rated nc-17 originally despite having no nudity and no swearing there is a little bit of nudity mm. oh, two-dimensional and yeah she had to remove a they had to remove a reference to women going down on each other that was it and that moved it down to uh <laughs> the reference to men going down on each other it's the, the world is terrible is if, if you read more about the what happened to this movie the world's terrible but um i'd always want to see it so this is a great opportunity to do so and i um I really enjoyed it. I think this movie was great, and I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. It's um, a good movie. So for those of you who have not seen But I'm a Cheerleader, um, let me give you a quick five-point patented micro-summary. Okay. Megan is a cheerleader who thinks she's a no- leading a normal hetero life despite some warning signs that she might actually be Megan the lesbian. Her family and friends get together and throw a fun intervention party and then send her off to a conversion therapy camp house where the girls are taught how to vacuum and enjoy being touched by a man and boys are taught to chop wood and like sports. And uh, tone wise, by the way, if this sounds like it's, it is referencing a place that is full of misery and torture, but it is done in a cartoony, funny way yeah. um, is what's happening um, where everything that girls touch is painted pink and everything boys touch is painted blue, including like the wrenches. Mm. When they're working on a car, they're blue wrenches. Like it's great, um, very thorough so, yeah, color. It's kind of like a Tim Burton, that, John Waters. Yes, it is. It's very much Tim Burton, John, John Waters for sure. Yeah. Yes, Pee Wee's Playhouse, if directed by John Waters, is how exactly. I would describe the aesthetic of this exclusively movie. about gender. Yeah. Um, so, that, but while she's there, Megan, the lesbian, meets a cool girl with short hair who smokes cigarettes and knows what's actually up, uh, and they become friends. But you get the feeling that it's friends in the sense of like Emily Dickinson has a roommate, you know. Um, they briefly escape camp and visit a gay bar subtly known as the cocksucker where they kiss and it's beautiful and it's a little bit sad. And then they break up for an hour or so, uh, before graduation, but then they get back together and ride off to the sunset. And one of parents, one of Megan's parents is proud of her and it's kind of a nice, happy ending. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like, so a, it's like a, yeah. uh, like an intense subject matter dealt with extremely sillily, sillily, which is, um, apparently, uh, controversial, difficult was was um, mm-hmm. easy to misunderstand at the time. I suppose um, well, it's very funny that like, I mean, one there is a horror movie coming out this year with the same premise that I think is a yeah. very interesting comparison to just about the the sort of social awareness about what happens at these camps, what mm-hmm. the reality is. Just it's a nice juxtaposition from where we were in 2000 versus where we are now, which by the way, I just figured out the, the title of years. this new, of this oh. new movie. Um, the they, them, but it's as the slash in between. So yeah. it's they slash them. It's a very uh, good name for a queer uh, horror movie. I didn't put oh. that together. Yeah. Till, uh, literally last night. Um, um, but, that movie so far not seeming like it might be as good 
I but think, I mean, you can say if you will, if you look at reviews of this movie from the time, you would say the same thing. Well, but I think true. it's Did funny. You guys that read this... the Variety review? No, I, I was I was reading an e- interview with Jamie, and it referenced how all of these reviews were bad at the time, and specifically, they were like the reviews are they were mean. They weren't just like we don't like this movie. They were like personal. And the, the variety review really is mean, where it's like, yeah. whatever, I don't like the color palette. I don't think it's very funny. Jamie is inept and every like doesn't seem like they know how to direct a movie. And like, what are they even doing here? Like, yeah. it's wild. That's wild. And she's and what's great about the interview, though, is Jamie was like, Jamie was like, I liked that because it was so mean. I was like, oh, I struck a chord somewhere. Yeah. If they just didn't like it, it would be different. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Ez. Well, so she's like 29, I think, when the, when she directs this. Yeah, and this is a directorial debut for the first feature length. She made some like short films before this. And like I, I mean, like I was curious. She's done a ton of TV since then. Like every every yeah, show yes. that you've watched, uh, you know, like a bunch of Silicon Valley, a bunch of stuff. Um, only murders and in the building. Amy Shirley, Amy Sherman Palladino stuff. But the L word, yeah. and Russian I mean, Doll stuff. Yeah, Russian Doll. Right. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. was like, I would have loved. I mean, like you know, I've seen she's done some other other features that didn't really get a lot of fanfare or anything i would i I, i'm super curious of like you know did they like just like glossed over i guess like no no let me tell you what happened as let me tell you what happened she's a woman one she's a woman directing let me do this okay it's anthony's story time no 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 i don't (laughs) okay sorry it's not a good story i don't even have no i don't even have specific details i just have a a a very a story as old as tell time um, yeah. She directed a movie that wasn't a huge hit. Yeah. She got pit in director's jail. And yeah. if you're a woman specifically in director's jail, uh, you're never getting fucking out of there. Yeah, um, so directors jail up, even buddy. Include, like you got an Oscar for your first movie, but you're still in director's jail. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, look at Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Like her That's career between monster to Wonder Woman was like. 10 15 years without major yeah. any major directing thing right it's just especially if your first movie like comes out like this and it's so critically reviled and it's so and it bombs so hard you're not going to get to make another movie you are going to go until, to tv until if you wait 20 years 25 years and it becomes yeah. a huge uh cult hit and everybody loves you again and then you're maybe the phone starts ringing yeah. or you I don't, don't cool even that do she that because the tv was her medium though and that yeah. she's like been an incredibly successful television director the money in tv the work in tv it's it's just like why would you why would you leave that and deal with the headache of a feature if you can right. like just do tv i um, was surprised to like i i understand that the the color palette isn't like it's off-putting on purpose i think but like yeah if for someone's first movie you'd be like why did you make it look like this um yeah. but how you watch this and don't think that it was funny is weird to me. Like yeah, that, that part, insane. I don't understand. Listen, just like for early when they're when she's making out with that boy and like looking around is so like the physical comedy yeah. of them making out got me like right away. I was so into this. Yeah, yeah Natasha's the way she's willing to like go out on a limb in like yeah, one she does an awesome she job in this movie. Really trust the director and was a very has always been a very bold actor. I mean, she grew up on John Waters sets. Like, her mom was a regular collaborator of John Waters. And, like, uh, you can tell she's obviously has a very unique personality. Has obviously grown into, like, the chain-smoking, foul mouth kind of chaos gremlin that she is now, which is so awesome. <laughs> but, like, like a roach. the fact when she, like, the scene when she realizes she's queer 
and like just spit is just coming out of her yeah, mouth. Yeah, just drooling all over herself. And yeah. like, how much? How brave? Like, it sounds very silly to say, but like, most actors would not do that. Most actors would not allow themselves to look so awful and so yeah. hilarious and so absurd. Yeah. You know, right. but she just didn't give a fuck. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's a very it's very funny. Her performance in this role. I mean, I think across the board, I really like the performance. I think RuPaul is amazing. And I don't yep. I haven't seen RuPaul yeah. act that much. I uh yeah. I liked Ru, Ru a lot. And like her it parents are like old standby actors who are in a yeah. million things and Yeah, and you know, uh Kathy from like was in like Raging Bull, a very young Michelle Williams, which I was trying yeah. to figure out Dawson's Creek was already on the air by the time this came out, right? Like it must have been it's pretty wild to have no her idea. in that. Yeah, Dawson's Creek um, yeah, 98 I think starts. Yeah, I mean like so she must have been a pretty big hit. It is funny to see RuPaul one. My my wife could not get over RuPaul with facial hair. Yes, that's and wild. Yeah, it's true. I I could not get over like man, it's amazing like how like young and like unsoiled by being a fracking baron he looks in this movie. Like back when I used to like really respect and enjoy RuPaul as a person before they became a fracking, you know. Okay, tell me, but I don't know. Okay, um, what ha- what happened to RuPaul in practice? Well, I don't. Know, I don't oh, know no. what you're talking about. This sounds is a classic Anthony reference, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, uh, RuPaul bought a bunch of land and then uh, let people frack on it, which is like a horrible thing and makes a lot of money every year. Makes more money off fracking than they do off their entire entertainment career. So Should I mean, we get into cool. fracking, guys? Yeah. Is does that, anybody want to frack me? No. Is there like, like somebody? Money, yeah. Yeah. I, I have, to get I have an, a small apartment, but you might be able to frack under it. You'd have to get I, permission I, from the downstairs neighbors we first. do it like funny. Like funny fracking. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like that's kind of I mean, my the big word. Sounds thing. like it's gonna be funny, right? It does sound yeah. funny. I feel like we could kind of like frack on TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, frack, yeah. TikTok, frack talk, frack talk is definitely yeah. a, a been, genre that would succeed. Yeah, I've been saying for years the new ultimate speed running is speed running the death of the earth. So I think <laughs> absolutely really like any person. I've never heard you say that before, and I talked to you a I lot. You say it all the time, Alex. Um, I uh, back to the the look of this movie. I I do I like I really love the colors and stuff. I love the axe. Mm-hmm. I love like other things that are not supposed to be painted. I love a low budget movie. The only thing that makes me sad in a low budget movie is a low budget crowded bar. Yeah. Those are always like a real letdown where it's like, oh, they could only afford nine people for this bar. I mean, they do get Julie Dupy, uh, Dupley, though, as the um, the attractive woman in the bow, which is a really awesome cameo. She's an incredible actress. Uh, I don't know. Like, I was really surprised to see her in it. I forgot she was in this. Uh, same thing with Mon- Me- Melanie Linsky, who's also one of my favorite actresses. To see like a very young Melanie Linsky in this movie using her real accent, which I always forget she's actually from New Zealand or whatever. She's oh from. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I liked her. She was funny. I, I think, I think everybody is really funny. I, I mean, one thing that's interesting about this movie in the context of now is how one how tame it is as a parody, right. which is hard Absolutely. to remember, like how biting this was then. And then the other thing is that this is like ostensibly this is about gay conversion but is really just making fun of gender in a way yeah. that would be different now would be like again a little tame a little bit obvious like a lot of this right. stuff 
the, like the what uh, one of my favorite jokes is like if you guys don't do a better job of this i'm gonna make you watch sports all weekend like that's their yeah. <laughs> literal that's their punishment for the weekend is so hysterical and not and not that we've like solved it all it does feel like it would be it like we've made some yeah. there's been some steps and then some of these things are more obvious but even now like just that hilarious version of like, the montage of gender is so funny yeah 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 i mean i'm really glad that like some of these jokes and things about like society and people who are really obsessed with enforcing gender normativity um is less relevant today than it was in 2000 <laughs> it's certainly not a debate still going on i understand uh, your you point. couldn't I, easily I, all i was saying was that it's evolved just, it's different um i think I'm, yeah obviously this would still not be funny to a lot of voters who are uh, really interested absolutely. in your bathroom well behavior. i just mean that like this this is like it's amazing the way the goalposts shift for hateful people right like this movie you could like remove sort of like the outwardly sort of like lesbian or gay context of this movie and like put in like trans people and these jokes are the same thing. But it's just like the people who used to really hate gay people uh, are now like they claim to be okay with them, but like trans people are the real issue, right? Yeah. And it's just like the way it's this goalpost moving of like we got to hate someone yeah, and Someone's if anything, be excluded. I mean, how yeah. how are we supposed to survive? Yeah. If anything, <laughs> the stuff about like gender norms is more relevant today because the trans debate is so big and so so filled with like hateful bigots and people who yeah think, yeah, yeah. Like, even calling it a debate feels generous yeah. to the bigots. But yeah, the yes. uh, attacks on people's lives for not uh, conforming to your gender stereotypes are relevant now. That is happening a lot. It, it's yeah, people who think that they're the heroes in the story because they're. Yeah pushing you know tradition or whatever on people yeah yeah they're like okay for the gay rights okay maybe we were wrong on that one but for <laughs> sure for sure we got it right on the trans stuff yeah, like yeah, obviously yeah. that's wrong right guys history's gonna well, be I mean, yeah. I, I, I also, there. you should obviously mention that the, it always leaks back a little too right aren't they isn't there like we can deny cake to gay people isn't that at the supreme court again isn't that still happening mm -hmm. this term I don't I know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Supreme Court said tomorrow that like that. I, I don't know, like that anything was back. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, 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 old, yeah, horrible right. thing. <laughs> That's the slogan of this uh, Supreme Court is it's back. The old, horrible <laughs> stuff. Do, do you like stuff before the Voting Rights Act? It's back. It's back. Reject, it's back. reject modernity. Embrace tradition. The Supreme <laughs> Court version. Um but tradition yeah, no, from like a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's, specifically that's a time period. Not, yeah, not, a, not a living tradition that yes. alive people practice, like pre-alive yeah. people. Yeah, no, it's, it's like tradition. It's like Coca-Cola, right? It's like it's like yeah. you got rid of you know, new Coke. You don't like that? Okay, fine. This is this is Wright's classic. We got that. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so right, it's funny the, that it's like the, it's not the sugar version. It's still the. Uh, corn syrup version so it's like we're not going all the way back we don't like yeah. turns out we don't actually like some of the things in the constitution we like very specific versions of these things as interpreted by the racist south in the 1940s that that was yeah. the best chef's kiss right <laughs> um anthony i think we cut you off there oh no just uh yeah just like that so many of the harmful jokes and stereotypes and things that we you know, was said about like like gay people especially around this time in the media the way they're like they're no longer said about like queer queer like male of females but it's all about they say the same exact thing about like trans people now and non-binary people now it's just like it's amazing 
the way that's just the same exact playbook and the same exact lies and misconceptions and untruths. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's so no. funny to me, like, especially with bros opening this weekend, which bombed pretty horribly. And I love that Billy Eichner is out there saying like homophobia is the reason it bombed. No, homophobia is the reason, but I'm a cheerleader bombed. All right. I will give you that. This mm-hmm. movie certainly bombed because of homophobia at the time. But I think just like the way sort of like, you know, especially sort of Wait, white... no, finish, finish off why you think no one came to see Billy Eichner's movie. Well, one, I think that uh, first off, this idea that it bombed, it's still the second most successful rom-com in the last three years. All right. <laughs> Rom-coms in general just don't make a lot of money anymore. People aren't coming right. out to see them in theaters. Two, Billy Eichner has spent his entire career building up that he's the annoying guy who harasses people on the street with microphones, and now he's a romantic lead, hang, like making out with this incredibly hot guy. I don't think so. Three, <laughs> this idea of like, 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 well, well, like this groundbreaking thing. I think it does suck that like this bros bombing will lead to executives going like, well. They obviously don't like the gay movie, so we can't make anything like that, right? I think that does suck, and I think there is an element of truth to that. But I just think that, like, the someone like Billy Eichner and, like, the crew who worked on this movie, making it, like, a movie about, like, really wealthy white gay men, it's just, like, it's not exactly, like, an extremely intersexual, sectional, actually progressive thing. It's, like, using the safest bet you can and sort of like still alienating a lot of the audience and like the lived queer experience of people so, that who actually like I want to say that I, I I feel a little over my skis on this part of the discussion but I do want to talk about the fact that his character is a podcaster because I feel like we know something yeah. about that well yeah, I didn't know that it's a hot new profession for um, for for hmm. for uh, romantic leads. It's is, a perfect is, uh, romantic lead yeah. thing because it's it's like like there's a lot of ad execs in movies because it's like we don't really know what you do but we know it's creative and we can show there's one visual scene with like we sh- you show you holding a shoe and pointing at it and then we're like oh that's why he's so fun. This has some aspects of that where it's like we don't really know what you're doing but you're funny and that makes sense. Yeah. And well, then we Anthony, were talking about it the other day that like. The th- reason why podcaster is such a big romantic lead or just movie trope now is it gives you an excuse to do voiceover diegetically, right? Mm-hmm. So you can just have some exposition the- in his podcast world. Yeah, you just it's literally diegetic exposition, like my like voiceover. That's all like yeah. a podcast profession is in a movie or TV show. That's like why writers love it so much because it allows the characters just to monologue exactly what they want them to feel without feeling like they're just doing weird voiceover i am fine with that and i in general i I try not to be too annoying about like this profession in the movie is different from the real profession because you're making it exciting and no one cares but me so like yeah the stand-up comics have a locker in the green room fine i'll get over that no one cares but me (laughs) but but the all I ask you, because it's very simple, it's very easy to do. All I ask is that your podcaster actually sit close to the microphone. That's all I want. Mm. I just hate because they do it. There's parts of um uh of uh only murders in the building where they'll be like they'll set up a wide microphone, like an old timey microphone, stand two feet back from it in a w- large wooden apartment. That would just be like <laughs> yeah. the worst echoey yeah. sound you've right, ever they heard. They just had like a blanket over their head in real life. 
Exactly. You really <laughs> would have a blanket, you know, a little blanket fort to keep it from from bouncing off the walls. You don't um, have to do that. That's too much. All I want is put on headphones and stand close to the mic. You could someone there knows that's how it works. Pre- presumably the sound person on your movie knows that how that's how that works. Let the yeah, sound hopefully. person tell you how close in to the Rose, mic. He's in like the fancy radio studio, podcasting yeah, yeah. studio setup. My biggest problem with the podcasting in Bros is that people constantly recognize him from the podcast and want to take photos <laughs> with him. And it's that like make sense. that that's not how no one no one knows what podcasters look like. Even like really it's, successful ones, no one knows what you look like. Yeah, no the one's whole thing about a podcast you. is you see their photo and you're like, wait, that's what he looks like? I, oh, I, I mean, right. Yeah. I don't I don't want to boast, but oh, I had a crazy say. experience when I worked at a biscuit shop in Portland called Pine State Biscuits, where I was working. Do recognize you on the street as the biscuit guy? They recognized me by voice. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Somebody was ordering a biscuit and I was talking through the whole biscuit situation and they were like, are you that guy that does the <laughs> show about the board game Twilight Imperium? And I was like, whoa, that's messed up. That is awesome. Yeah. I have I have not I've not had that happen to me this way I don't think but I have had it the other way where I was at uh, I was like uh, visiting my wife when she worked at a university and I was waiting for her in the lobby and I heard the local NPR host on the phone he was there talking to somebody but I thought for a second it was on my headphones and he was doing a story mm-hmm. about not knowing how to get into the building. I was just listening to Jeff Norcross be like, I have been to the entrance and the entrance does not open for me. Is my key card wrong? Like, it was really great. And I, if I looked at him, I wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't. It only worked because he was behind me and I recognized his voice. But that's how they should. So they should hear Billy Eichner's voice and be like, yeah. are you the podcast guy? Take a picture with me. I think it's it, it, it does. It sucks that the, mo- the movie hasn't uh, done better. But to me not really surprising when any movie doesn't do good if it's not like a superhero movie so maybe right. they should have just do good right now yeah if they're not superhero movies they're not doing anything so this should have just been a superhero movie that's my critique of basically every movie that isn't one yeah. it should have been bros. like super bros <laughs> super or bros it yeah. could have also been italian plumbers it could have been super mario bros that yeah. would have been probably yeah. even better actually <laughs> like, are you are you shipping mario and luigi oh uh-oh i guess i can't no. well yeah, I, I mean, mean they're what, probably we not really brothers. We don't. Well, we Mario don't know and Bowser, brothers. People, for sure. it's a business. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a business. Somebody, in, anybody in Bowser. They just say it because yeah. it's a business. It's not, you know, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Um, I mean, I like this idea a whole lot. Just generally, that like instead of podcaster, superhero is the profession that everyone has. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yep. Just, I think smart. that's the only way to break the whole superhero like thing is if instead of making superhero movies that are superhero movies we just make normal movies but everyone in it is a superhero but they can be about anything so like it just it'll just be here are some people maybe it's like a crime movie you know which would be ironic and the criminals are like yeah we're all superheroes but like not right now no it's it's the same thing it used to be right like before there were silent movies and then the all movies are talkies and they do anything so it's like okay now all movies are superhero movies and and you do whatever you want Right. Eventually, this is, this the, is a we'll spend very little time on the superhero part of totally. all the superhero movies. Yeah. We'll just kind of, of at the beginning acknowledge that everyone in this movie is a superhero, so that you can watch it. And then you know, it's at about- one point, he'll be like flying to like save somebody, but he'll be kind of in his head about the way that last conversation went. We'll be like, did that guy? Did he mean that he likes me? Likes me, or does he? Does he even know? Did I, I should have been more clear. This is all not right, a bad go pitch, guys. So just for the record, like I think this this episode is getting optioned real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
it's that is like the new hotness in M- like comic book movies, right? It's like yeah. it has comic book characters, but it's it's really more of like a law drama. Yeah, or it's yeah, really yeah, more yeah. Of like Hulk a, a lawyer, thing, yeah. or like yeah. it's more of like a paranormal thing. So like that is it's it is actually we have happening gotten yeah. to the point where it is just like but oh, it no, is yet as yet Anthony not been a gay rom com that's what we're requesting no, that's what we're we just saying it's an MCU unrelated to the superhero part gay rom com that's all we give want give me yeah. like give me like a French art film okay <laughs> that's slow yeah. and thought provoking and dancing about, yeah and and they are mm. superheroes. So that we get, you know, all those people at in one there. point, two people in a car pick up their superhero friend from superhero work, but then they just drive <laughs> off and go get an adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. thing. The problem is, though, they would never allow them to chain smoke enough to really get that vibe, mm-hmm. which is that's a true. real issue. Disney they doesn't va- like can they vape that. in the MCU. Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you can vape. Can, I think they, can you make a, a modern French movie where they're chain vaping? Yeah. Okay, I think mm-hmm. we've wandered pretty far. That's from not the, the same. Point. I feel like the point is we all liked this movie, but it's pretty short, and I don't. Hmm. We have well, not. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the gags because I, this is one of those weeks where, like, I don't know how to say this, but it's almost like, it's almost like, uh, I think if you're listening, uh, you should just turn us off right now and just go watch it. Like, you should just no, watch it, Hunter. We want turn people to off. listen. We want them to Mute listen. us, okay? You can keep yeah, us on. Us so we still get that click so we still or get whatever. The play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let us well, keep if the you're play, someone... but like. Well, you just watch this one if you haven't seen it you should That's really see it it's a good very time. Time. If you're, if, it's if you're like me who i haven't seen this since i was actually in high school that's mm-hmm. how long it's been since i've seen it so it's very fun to revisit a movie that like even as a high schooler who i saw this and i, I was just like so much of this movie stuck with me even though like i don't remember a lot of specific stuff <laughs> but so many of like the feelings and like the images of this movie have just stuck with me. Um, and it is cool as well that there's now the director's cut, which I watched, which is a minute longer and has it's, it's singing three songs, little right? changes. No, there's no songs. Oh, okay. She said she put the songs back in on the DVD and maybe it was just as a separate thing, not on the well, I mean, 30 seconds of the, the God is great. Uh, God is yeah, good. There's a God song scene. When they there's a, there's a different songs where the camp counselor sings like pop songs with the lyrics changed to be about um, your conversion. That's not um, in the director's cut. There is the scene in the interview. She said she regretted cutting that because it was like really funny, and it was one of the things that inspired the movie was being at uh, like her parents ran a drug rehab camp where they sung pop song. So she learned pop songs with the wrong words. Oh, that's funny. She just thought they were good songs, but they were about like I don't want to do drugs anymore. And so she. I mean, part I did the same thing movie. with Weird Al, right? I learned so many yeah, actual songs. There are some that I, I only found out later were not Weird Al originals. Yeah. That's so true. Um, 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 but okay. yeah, the well, director's cut has like I love like these little changes. I mean, we talked about it a little bit about how wild the MPAA is, especially if you think about like oh. 1999 when this movie came out. <clears throat> Look at the list of movies that came out and had no problem getting like a PG-13 or an O rating. And then like this has like girls kissing in focus and they yeah. were like, absolutely not. If you, if you release this in the theaters, fucking it's going to be awful. The world is going to end. It's just so insane. 
all right, so we have so that's enough. We liked it. It was good. It's it's short movie. and enjoyable and a good movie. Um, but let's find out how good it is. Let's rank this from one to thirty-three in the greatest movies of all time of season five. Yeah, the master quality list. Where do you put But I'm a Cheerleader, nineteen ninety-nine? Mm. Um, I'm gonna say t- uh, for me, it's probably top ten. Top ten, okay, better than Batman, better than Happy mm. Together. I so I saw this movie for the first time this year. I actually saw it earlier this year. Um, it was uh, I do a movie night Monday nights, and somebody and we we put all the movies that people suggest on a wheel, and then we spin the wheel, nice. uh, and then we pick the movie, and and what a fun just got game. Um, and it was very fun, uh, and it it killed with the the room. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. were hooting and hollering at this movie. People were cackling. Yeah. All right, fun. Um, it it plays real good to a crowd. Um, I think that. I mean, is it? Yeah, I I like it better than Batman. Actually, I will say that. Yeah, that's fair. I, th- I think it was more fun. Did you like it better than Happy Together? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. so you're saying <laughs> nine and a half from you, Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, I think I should go next since this was my movie. I I put this. Right, I feel like this is very similar to Bowfinger to me in like mm. similar genre. Like it's 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 also a parody. It's also kind of a spot you know on the nose in a few places. Um, so I'm gonna say this is just slightly bit more enjoyable than Bowfinger, but not as good as Apollo 13, the greatest movie of all time. So I'm gonna say 12.5. Ezra, where do you rank? But I'm a cheerleader. This is real tough. It does feel like we're that's the right range, right? So it's somewhere I think yeah in that uh, in that nine to fifteen zone. Um, I like when we at least all agree on zones. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. zone agreement, which um, would be a good alternate title for the podcast. Zone agreement. Zone agreement. Zone agreement. Zone agreement. Sportsy, but oh yeah, you're right. Zone. I'd love zone. to get a bunch of sports people in here, though. Listening, you know, Wouldn't confused. That be fun? Yeah, because they're not right now. We're not getting to them mostly. We don't get any sports people. Can we get <laughs> some sports people in here? So my people, you know, football people. Man, isn't it annoying that every sport. Every week, the sport's on a different channel. All right, that's my uh-huh. sports take. Um, I hate it. They move it. They put it on different channels. It's hard. Yes, where um, you put skip, it? Skip me for now. Uh, okay, I, I, I really got to uh, sort this uh, one. Uh, I think I'm also kind of in the same zone. My original instinct was one after Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just... I like Batman quite a bit. I also like really this. Well made, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put it next to Happy Together exactly because it's kind of weird to have like the gay block oh, yeah that's the you know zone. what i mean yeah. Yeah, i kind of yeah. don't want to well, listen, do that on my personal list happy together is a lot higher so y'all oh, no, mine right, too right, happy right. together should have been i i put happy together as the second best movie of all of our movies i don't know how yeah it, i think it's a little high, so but yeah. high um so yeah i'm gonna go uh just one after batman i love uh, this because you're because it really does reinforce the point but if it had had a superhero in it we would have liked it more uh all right, so it's right okay, after Batman, 10.5. Bat- Batman 1989 barely has a superhero in it, right? It's more story about it, yeah. a story about a weird fetish millionaire who goes on spree yeah. killings and fucks with the fucks him with a clown, yeah. right? It's awesome. And for a superhero, I mean, there is that scene where he goes, let's get nuts, you know? And like <laughs> in that part, you're kind of like, I don't think this guy really is a superhero. You know? <laughs> like, I don't wild. think a superhero would say, let's get All nuts. All right, Ezra, we cannot stall any longer. We must, we need a, a, an answer. Otherwise, your answer is going to be picked at random between one and 30 to three. So no, let's oh, not do that. Come on. Uh, no, I, I, so I think that the, the, it's tough, right? Because out of sight is like too low for me. Uh, but I think it's, it's easily, I think, 
it does do similar stuff as Bowfinger, uh, and, and feels like this is, uh, I guess, better, uh, more important. Um, mm-hmm. I I could definitely feel good about it going above Apollo thirteen. Also, um, oh, yeah, that's pretty weird. important to note. How could you feel that just way? joyful about that? Actually, always. Yeah. Um, uh, confusing. I think that that where yeah where it breaks down is like okay, I actually didn't even see Good, Bad, and the Ugly, so I can't even. I don't even know. Yeah, that's hard. It's not really fair. Um, I I think below Batman feels right for me. Okay. Cool. Same yeah. place as Anthony. Ten point five. Um, which gives us a total score of 43 or 10.75 as its final answer, which means this is officially the 11th best movie of all time of season five. But it does say, so I hate this, but also um, it does something kind of nice, which is that Apollo 13 is now 13th. So the I like 13th that. Best oh, movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing is going to be above it now because I want to lock that in because that's perfect. All right. Now we have to do a scoring update. Ezra, what is the current score? Oh, please? my goodness. This is Big, big news. Get ready for the big swings on everyone uh-huh. updating their own boards at home. So, uh-huh. used to be. Uh, wait, did I blow this before? I don't I think so. Like um, 15, 15, 14, 11? 15, 15, 14, 11? That's what I have. Okay. Well, uh, so, used to be Alex, 11. Fourth place, Hunter, 14. Third place, Ezra and Anthony, tied for 15 and first place. All right. And so I get five big points for reaching my third pick of the season. And um, I said last you week, that it, keep, you blew I, it. You had I said the I was going to keep them all my, for myself because I deserve it. But I have, uh, what happened was, as you guys may recall last week, Ezra announced that he could stop me. And then I made him feel guilty for it. And so he did not. And so nice. I'm going to give Ezra one point for being a good person uh... for making the right call. Oh, so man. I'm going to keep the other four to myself so that I am back in this game, but I am not wow. going to pull into the lead as we, we got get one tight, point. Tight clustering then, guys. Yeah. So now last place with 14 points is Hunter tied for second. All right. We got Alex and Anthony, 15 points. And then somehow top of the board, yeah. Ezra, 16 fascinating. Wow. This is a very exciting wow. finish to this. Um, and mm. the next order of business that I'm going to do is that I am going to um, play another power card. I think Ezra's card is too strong. Everyone is discarding all of their cards and oh. starting over. We're oh. redealing all power cards. I'm done with it. I hate it. I had a good card. I, I know. And it's, everyone was too strong. It was. I couldn't handle it. They're all gone now. Whatever you had, you'd no longer have all power. Even your old ones that you sat on for a long time. Wow, my, 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 my dusty cards, though. <laughs> your dusty yeah. old cards. They're collector's kind of, items. They're going to appreciate. I mean, yeah. I do have to respect the play that you you had two power cards. You used one last week, and then you used another one this week, and you immediately get two more. Yeah. Kind of amazing. Well, I, think we were gonna, I think we were going to redraw a card soon anyway, but I just, Ezra's was too strong and I hated it. And so I, it just made me nervous being there. You don't there. even know if I had it. Right. The, yeah, the, the card that you allegedly had, and I paid you a point to not have anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So now let's do some redrawing of cards. Oh and we're going to pick a new order. Oh, and I need to pick a new movie. There's so many, so many oh businesses to do. Do you want new cards before we pick all of this, or do we do the, yeah. the movie first? I want to see my first. new cards ASAP yeah. so I can figure out a play. Okay, so you guys talk amongst yourselves for three minutes. Yeah, so 
I hope I'm first finally because I've never been first, and I feel like yeah. if I get a good card, I could just get to my movie. So yeah, it's not there's too also far from here. I mean, and even if you don't, this movie has one of those like secret casts that there is so many good movies you could go from here. I mean, what are some examples of that? Well, I mean, you can we can go to like Harold and Maude through Bud, yeah. Court, through Julie yeah. Depley. Uh, we could do the entire Before trilogy, any one of those movies, or oh, the entire the... Three Colors trilogy. What? Yes. Any color? Any Before? Um, yeah. <laughs> but arguably, I I think that you know the Before trilogy is like arguably the best the trilogy. Before trilogy. Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and After Midnight. Mm, um, arguably, the Three Colors trilogy is, I think, a little bit better, actually. Captain America is probably the best trilogy. But in terms of, like, consistency and, like, an impressive project done over, like, 30 years. That is very cool. The, the Before trilogy is pretty amazing. I don't know if I've actually seen any of the Three Colors thing. If we wanted... We could stay in this sort of like important queer cinema um, thing, and we could go to Brokeback Mountain through Michelle Williams, which would yeah, be pretty I, neat. That was on my list of and potential get to moves. Ang Lee, um, through Claire Duvall, we could do Girl Interrupted through M- Melanie Linsky. We could do Heavenly Creatures or a bunch of other great stuff. Heavenly Creatures, I think, would be really fun. I mean, it's not a very fun movie, but it's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, All right, and that's then, enough. Yeah. Everyone has their two cards. Good stalling. Thank you, guys. Everyone has two mm. power cards now. Um, so take a look at that. Um, God, this is gonna break my brain. Ew, oh, I hate, both I of hate these. one of these cards. This is hard. Okay, okay. Use okay. Wait, guys, uh, you should. If you hate the cards, you should offer to trade with the other person who hates that card. Ooh, blind well, trade. I, I don't blind. want anyone to play this card, so <laughs> I'm just going to ignore this card. I don't want to give this to someone. Can you tell I, us what it is? It's the one where you watch a porn parody of the movie instead. <laughs> and I just, I don't even know why that's in there. Like, that's oh, funny. cool. I'm not, I do not want to watch and discuss a porn. All right. No. I don't want to. It's funny. I would just we did watch it once. the regular it was all right. version it was and right. imagine okay, the porn parody. So the next order of business, we got to burn through a little bit more business. So next, I have to pick a new uh, Target movie. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about, I was looking over the list of the movies people suggested for you, Ezra. And I thought it might be helpful to take something from them, that from them. Um, I the thing on that list that I want to see the most is Dark Crystal, which I've never seen. Oh yeah, um, but uh, the casting is super hard. You really have to ha- get there through another Muppet movie. It's also not not great. It's not um, great. No, no, it's not. I mean, yeah, kids. Uh, wait, what? Frank Oz is in it, so like you can get. You, oh yeah, yeah, Frank Oz is the most useful, but it's just not that useful overall. You have to get anyway, the Miss I'm, Piggy thing. Yeah, it was going to be weird. So I w- I'm going back to what I was originally planning on doing. I just uh, um, I'm, screw your list as that was your game. Um, I'm going to pick um, just another thing that I've been wanting to see. And also, I like keep I like pushing you having a different genre that I'm heading towards than everybody else. So my new money pick is Princess Mononoke from 1997, Ooh, nice. which is one oh, yeah. of the Ghiblis I haven't seen yet. So Heck it's just yeah. fun to to watch a Ghibli with my wife. So oh man, so yeah, what a good who's... good time for me. Who's the voice cast for this one? So I'm assuming we're going to use the American voice cast, which gives you some people. I didn't actually look at what it is. Me, but... Driver, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, yeah. Billy yeah. Those are actors. Claire Danes. Jada Pinkett-Smith. John DiMaggio. Jillian Anderson. Keith David. Yeah. That's a good list. That's a good list. So a lot of good options there for a cast, um, um, as long as you get to count that. Okay. So that's my pick. That's where... 
where I'm heading next. I don't. I have no idea what. Again, I did not. I did not game this out, so I don't know where this puts me on moves or anything. I just wanted to do it. And then last order of business. Um, let's see. Do that. Do that. Do that. Time to. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I was thinking about. I have thoughts on what I'm going to do if I move through here. I have some of those ready. But first, we have to pick a new order. So we're going back. This worked last time pretty well. So this is my um, Dodger Stadium uh, mini helmet that used to have soft serve ice cream in it because I do believe that if you go see a Major League Baseball game, you're required to eat at least something out of a tiny helmet. Um, mm. it can be, all, the, all the pros do that. That's true. It could be chilly. Yeah, you have to. Um, what else do they serve in helmets? Mostly the ice cream sundae. I had two. There were two things because there's a slightly bigger. There's a helmet and then there's some uh, a bigger helmet. I can't remember what else it was. Anyway. So I have our names written on these four pieces of paper that are folded up. I can't see them. This is very real and random. So Please I'm going to decide who is the first pick for round number nine. And I will say just statistically going back on this, Anthony, out of the first eight rounds, has had the first pick five times. Mm-hmm. Alex has had the first pick zero times. I've never gotten it. Um, I due. kind of always hope I don't, but I still don't. All right. Here we go. First pick for round number nine is Anthony again. Anthony. How the wow. fuck? Oh, How is that pot? What are the odds of that? Like one I'll and eight? Last. I bet you I'll be last. Oh, man. So, yeah, Hunter, so far out of eight, Hunter has been last five out of eight times. I've been last twice, and Ezra's been last one once. Um, so, Anthony, while you keep thinking about what you're going to do next, I'm going to pick the second person in order. Hunter, oh, it's me. Hey, you know, last. Also, this Yay. is your first time ever being second, Hunter. Congratulations! Hey. Oh. I'm um, second. Yeah, um, me. Well, uh, Ezra, do you want to be third or last? What do you think? I'd rather be last. I think being last does some interesting things for you. No, it's me. I'm third. Yeah. Um, so you are last, as you got your wish. Um, sweet. You did see, I drew a little heart next to my name. That's that was very fun. That was a little thing I did. Um, all right. So Anthony, Hunter, Alex, Ezra, I would just point out a couple of other things you could do. So I definitely had Harold and Maude on a potential list. I've also never seen Wayne's World, which you can get to. I've also never seen Uncut Gems, which everyone keeps talking about. And Natasha yeah. Leone is in that. Um, um, you could also go through Clea Duvall to The Faculty, which is a spooky mm-hmm. movie. I mean, that I remember seeing that's the one I, they I drink can... too much water, right? You could tell they're aliens they drink water. Yes. To, to, to help with the brains of the team. So I actually made a list of every single actor that's been in a kevin bacon movie um <laughs> with their movies you were busy how did you do that uh, it took an hour it was fine um <laughs> so there are absolutely bacon movies you can get to which will be one move away uh from uh uh we're trying to, what are you trying to get to was it blowout was that what you're trying to get to um, yeah, i'm yeah, trying to get to the virgin fine. suicides okay the sorry he's going to the virgin yes. suicides also then yes so there there is a movie you can get to uh uh in uh, so two move one for virgin suicides. Um, what is that? Actually, it is sleepers. So it'd be sleepers. sleepers. Oh, Jonathan Tucker, uh, virgin su- to virgin suicides. So well, that's, that's here's the thing. Move. But you'd have to get Hunter to agree to that. Yes, that is true. Or I you could do set up that. Hunter's movie use by doing the intermediate. Our movies are kind of close. I th- I'm pretty sure. I think there's mm-hmm. like one in between. So we, maybe we can make a series. Right, if you want, you want, want to you need me to help. You would. You could do. Um. Uh. You do. Footloose with John Lithgow, which goes to blow out Diner. Fun. Uh, mm. The other Kevin Bacon, uh, John Aquino, which goes to blow out. Um, or you could do, let's see, Hero at Large or Telling Lies in America. Uh, uh, two other ones that go to uh, blow out. 
this was a smart play. Mm. Ezra. Thank you for sharing your resource. There you go. There's the knowledge. Mm. What about me? Mm. Uh, yeah. You didn't know my movie yet. No, no, I just put it in. So you could get to, if you, if it was Sleepers, uh, Billy Crudup is in Sleepers and goes to Princess Mononoke. So, so Anthony, I want, I yeah. want to point out that in between, just so you know, because it, it looks like to be kind of a bad movie, but in between our movies is the movie Basic, um, directed by John McTiernan. Oh, God. Uh, that movie sucked so much. I'm sure I it does not, suck. I would not watch that again. I watched yeah. that one. I will also just say really quick, and then I'm going uh, to force you to make a decision, Anthony, for time, but I'm going to say it's uh, also, I just want a reminder, it is Spooky Month. And it is the Rocktober. Oh man! So if you can get yeah. to a spooky movie or a rock movie, the Rock movie, that would be an additional uh, fun thing for me. Maybe we should have said a bonus. Maybe there should Let's be a bonus. Is a blowout is sort of a horror movie. Actually, it's like a slasher. Mm-hmm. I will say. How about I would? I'll say if you pick a movie, not your goal movie, but if the movie you pick has the Rock, you get one point, and if it is fully spooky, you get one point. How about that? Is that fair? proposal uh, not, i can't say that for sure I, i'm proposing I'm up I, I co-sign that all right sure yeah yeah sounds good i think having some lucy points around might actually be good for this game also i just want to watch those two things so i want to incentivize it from you guys um I want to watch there the are movie. no more good rock movies we've done them all <laughs> we I have exhausted the good the rock i movies. don't That's need true. to watch any more rock movies especially because look if the rock's not gonna try anymore why the fuck am i <laughs> trying you know right. what i mean right like right. what yeah. we so even that, doing those here? points might go unclaimed but um oh i'm having a tough time here you guys i'm having oh a my god tough wait you can get to the rock in time. one move right now if you want to what's that give it to me dc dc league of super pets natasha leone oh, uh, no 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 it is not on. terrible there's some no, fun stuff on. in there clearly clearly no can we watch a spooky movie what's the spooky options yeah, what am i spooky option it's spooky season yeah. Okay. You guys want a spooky movie? No. I'll give you a fucking spooky movie. Yeah. Please move me. Oh, I forgot Ezra hates spooky movies. Yeah. I don't like them either, but but my wife does, and so I, this is for her. Yeah. No. Um. You know what? what? Got? I got nothing. I'm really having a hard time with this. I didn't. I really. I thought there's, there's no, no way the way. math no. works out that I have to go next. No. So I didn't be. even try. I didn't even try. So I don't even care. Six so of nine, Anthony. You've done six of nine first pick. Yeah. That is so wild. I, I I don't give a shit anymore. Girl interrupted? Whatever. No, I'm not going to do girl interrupted. All right? The faculty? Okay, what we're doing. What? No, I'm not doing the faculty. I am going to move to Kathy Moriarty, and I'm taking us to 1995's Casper. Oh, I don't boy. give a shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's, a good, okay. that's a good one point pick. Okay. Yeah, so I'll get, I'll take the points. Uh, it's got some Bill Pullman. It's got some. No, this other, is this is a solid ass move, Anthony. I definitely um, consider this, and I, I, but that was before I knew there was a point involved, so yeah. I didn't actually seriously choose it. But yeah, this is a this is a great great move. Um, okay, so oh, fuck, I could have I could have done Copland. I've always wanted to see that. Oh, that's good. Oh, whatever. Yeah, we're doing Casper. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I don't give a yeah. shit anymore. I got nothing left to lose. I... <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> um, broken man. I, I, I don't want to yeah. watch Copland. It doesn't look like from that picture, but I would love to watch this. So, okay, we're moving via Kathy Moriarty to the 1995 film Casper, starring Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's a spoopy movie, which is the best kind, Ezra. That's actually the real mm. answer, right? 
Yes, absolutely. We're doing spoopy. Um, Any other thing, we'll get a bonus point next week, which will um, accelerate this race. Okay. Um, Good work. Does anybody have any other moves you have to do? Any power moves you have to do before you? No. Someone who got rid of my cards. Yeah. that's Well, there's new ones. There's new ones. Um, All right. Cool. Well, let's put that off. um, And I just uh, just want to indicate real quick before we finish, I could play my card that makes us watch the porn parody version of Casper instead. Oh, my God. Because I'm a good person. We're not going to do that. Don't anger me because have I will you, ruin this just show. Out of curiosity, Hunter, have you Googled to see if this exists? Um, not on this browser. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say from a very brief. No, there are plenty of ghost related things, but so far I have not seen. Uh, I don't, I'm not seeing a Casper specifically. Okay. Well, you don't know where to look. Yeah. Well, like I, I do. Okay. The spooky web. Um, yeah, maybe it's there. Um, the, the, the porn Please parody idea do a challenge only works if it's looking. like the high production value ones where there are a bunch of stupid scenes. Like we watched the Star Trek one and it was like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but if it was really just them having sex wearing a ghost costume, no one needs to review that. I mean, the right. ectoplasm jokes write themselves. You know, yeah, I do I mean? think that part is, is solid. Yeah. Also, um, isn't this is the one with the inventor, right? Where there's like a her dad, his dad's like an inventor. I don't know. I haven't seen this movie since 1995, Alex. Right. I well, have we'll no idea. Out. We'll find yeah. out. And Hunter's threat will remain a threat and not an actual attack at this point. All right. Well, that's it. It's all settled then. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll be back in next week. Next week, we're talking about the 1995 film Casper, starring Kathy Moriarty, um, the spoopy movie for Spooktober. If you have any thoughts on this or But I'm a Cheerleader, send us an email podcast at read-weep.com or on any moves we could have done. But remember, when you suggest a thing we could have done, Anthony doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He's yeah, moved on. It's all over care. for him. Um, Anthony, thanks for being here. There's nothing scarier for October than an Anthony with nothing to lose. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for being here, Hunter. Yes, of course. Thank you. And Ezra, always a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Of course. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.